I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, and joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. The Mavs man, the one more thinking, the Mavs maniac. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? We back again. Um, we had a fairly good argument yes on yesterday's pod. Any thoughts about the Jordan thing? You know, the, just the documentary into today that you've thought about it more. I, I think about this documentary like just multiple days out. I know this is because we don't have anything else, but is there anything from the documentary that we didn't touch on yesterday that you're like, I wish I would have said that? I'm not sure if there's anything that we didn't touch on yesterday. There's so many things I wrote down, though, um, that we didn't really get to. We didn't talk about Doug Collins at all, uh, except for the fact that he got fired. That's the only thing we really talked about. Um when Phil Jackson took over, Jordan's shots went down two per game and assists went up two per game. I thought that was interesting because they talked all about his, you know, the way that Phil Jackson changed the offense. I thought that was kind of an interesting thing as I was looking at his stats. But from our conversation yesterday, if you missed it, go check it out. Yesterday we recapped parts three and four of The Last Dance. And we had this whole conversation about physicality in the NBA. And we put it to a poll. Um, we said, do you wish that the NBA was as physical as it was in the 80s? And we haven't had a ton of votes, about 50 votes right now, but two-thirds are saying no. They like the, the, they would rather be less physical than the 80s. And then yes is about 33%, 34%. Let's go. Wants it, wants it to be as physical as the 80s. So there you go. Good job. Good job. Well, Anyway, I I know yes on yesterday's um, my notes from yesterday. I just wrote down that Jerry Krause was an idiot, and I just can't <laughs> help to think about like going into seasons now and just the, like a team like that coming out and just saying, "Hey, like the coach is done after this year," and the, and the fact that Jordan, the level that he was at as this icon, which you're going to see the whole like cultural icon of side of him next week, but it's like the. And the, and the fact that he was doing press conference saying, I won't be back unless Phil's back. Yeah. And you have the GM still sitting there saying, like, what's the equivalent in today's game? You know, it, like. So the way that it, it's prosed in today's NBA is the players make the moves, right? Yeah. Kevin Durant made his move to leave the Warriors. LeBron made his move to leave the Heat and to leave the Cavs, right? Like, that's the moves that are made now. And so it would be like if Durant was, you know, still on the Warriors and if, uh, oh my gosh, what's their GM's name? Bob Myers. Bob Myers. If Bob Myers came out and was like, hey, uh, yeah, Steve Kerr's going to be done after this year, and Kevin Durant, you know, whatever. Like, it's fine. Steph Curry, and Steph Curry came out and said, like, I'm not going to be here if (laughs) if Steve Kerr's gone, you know, and him just saying, fine, we'll just continue with Kevin Durant, you know. (laughs) It would be pretty wild if that that happened now. But GMs don't really get to make those kind of decisions because players are the ones kind of dictating whatever happens in the NBA because we see them move every, you know, three years or so. Yeah, it's just yeah. I mean, if in a player in today's game, 
not even not even like Jordan's magnitude type. Like when we think of players like like if Giannis came out and said, "Hey, I'll sign the extension if Bud stays." Well, of course they're gonna keep Bud. <laughs> but if like they want to fire Bud and Giannis says, "I won't play for anybody else except for Bud," then uh, guess who's not getting fired? Yeah. Bud. Congrats, and so, Bud. Job security. But it's, <laughs> but it's crazy. Is that list is probably bigger than what a lot of us think it is. It, it might not just be those top guys. How far down the list, you know, will it be to somebody that's like, okay, if Jokic says, you know, I'm not going to play, like Michael Malone's going to be there. Luka, same way, you know, like. Well, most so teams it, have players like that now, right? I mean, you, yeah. can, you can think of a couple, like the, do the Spurs have a player like that? Probably not, right? No. Do no. the, I mean, does John Morant have that level in Memphis? Probably at this point, mm. but maybe not, right? Like that's kind of. Yeah. Does Jimmy yeah. Butler have that kind of autonomy in, in Miami? Possibly at this point, but maybe Spo has more than they like. So it's, it's all over the place. But I just thought that was very interesting that dynamic of you know players versus GMs making moves and GMs still make moves yeah. now. But you know DeRozan got sent from the Raptors. But yeah, it's 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 interesting to see that Jerry Krause. I mean, that's the thing that's going to keep coming back up that '98 season. I mean, this is it's the last dance. They don't do it again. They don't come back. Jordan doesn't come yeah. back. Phil doesn't come back, and they're, they're done after this. That's what my wife kept asking me. She's like, "How long does Jordan take these questions? And like, what you know, what ends up happening?" I'm like, "It's called the last dance. You know, this is the last run. That you know, they don't come back. You know, they're they're all pretty much gone for the most part. You know, with the team. But it's it's crazy though." It's pretty wild. All right, on today's pod, we're kind of going to do another grab bag of, of news. Uh, the, the Mavericks were kind of in the news in the sense that Texas is in the news right now. And uh, basketball and the NBA is opening back up practice facilities and things like that. So we're going to get into that story. And also, a diss track has been made. Okay, yeah. we have to talk about this because... Let's just go ahead and talk about this. Let's do it right now. Aaron Gordon, the high flyer, the dunker, the dunk contest, runner-up, uh, always the bridesmaid, never, never the bride of the dunk contest. Aaron Highlight Gordon's of career of the Orlando Magic made a diss track about Dwayne Wade, giving him nine out of ten in the dunk contest and not giving him the title, basically. And it is one of the weirdest things I have ever seen. Yeah, weird is I think the the perfect word to use for it. The production of the song and just how the song flowed didn't mind that. It was just the premise of it. Like, bro, you, yeah, for somebody that's really kind of just stagnated. For, for I those guess, that aren't going to listen to it, let's just play a section of it, right? Let's just play that that thirty second clip that's going around, um, and we'll just you can just hear for yourself. Okay, I have so many questions about this. Yes. I so, <laughs> the, the statement in there, Adam Silver even said that I should have gotten the gold. What role is Adam Silver's to come in and say that should he have should he have stepped in and said that Aaron Gordon should have won the dunk contest? Did it really happen? 
We don't know. I don't remember that. <laughs> I'm just stuck on the first line, one of the first lines he said, and he's like, "Hey, I, when you know, I'm good." I'm like, "Are you good? Like, do we, <laughs> are you are you really good? I don't know if you're good or not." I like, think this cemented to me that Aaron Gordon will never be an All Star. <laughs> yeah, I I think that's the it, that's my issue with it is like this guy like a young like a good young player not even good I don't even want to say good he's, like a, he's uh, good he's not uh, yeah good I guess but it's like he's not like a cornerstone piece no and then, like you the thing you're the most upset about in quarantine and that you bring in a production crew you write out a song and everything is that you you came in second place in the dunk contest like. I don't, I don't, it just it rubs me in the right. It's weird. It's a weird. It's a weird thing. What has to happen for a music video to take place is there's so many things, right? To to have a track that's produced like that. Okay, so he has to write it, right? He he does that. Then he goes in and records it, and he probably does multiple takes, right? I don't think this was a one take thing. May have been his first time doing it. He may have had experience. I don't know anything about Aaron Gordon's music career, but you have to record it. So there's probably multiple takes of him recording this song, which means you think about it over and over and over again. These lyrics, and then. To do a music video, you have to do from multiple angles. There's all these multiple shots, right? They're doing multiple takes of this that he's hearing this song over and over and over again, and he still decided, <laughs> I'm going to put yeah. this out, right? Like, at that point. The other question, and we can't bury the lead here. I didn't get the trophy, but I've got something for you. to. I've got something to hold, and then it says, these nuts. These nuts is what he says. And they bleeped out nuts. Hmm. What? I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know what he's going for with it. Like, and that's another thing. I think it's a weird thing calling out somebody who can't like really like fight back. I guess like it's not oh, like this come is on. another. It's Dwayne Wade. He's not going. No, no, like, I, okay, I I guess he could fight back with a song, but it's like if I was against an active player, if Wade was still active, then they could like meet meet each other on the court. Okay, would would Mavs fans back a Dennis Smith Jr. like diss track to DJ Khaled? You know, <laughs> a, a few years ago. No, I would like laugh because it's like Dennis, bro. What what have you done yet? Like this is this like okay in two years. <laughs> t- tell me if I'm wrong. In two We're years, the best. Another. What will what will we know Aaron Gordon more by? Oh, dunk contest. His, that's that's it. No, that's no, the no, thing. No, no, no. His play on the court. And like what he's achieved in the NBA, or D's or his, or his diss track to Dwayne Wade, and if that's what you're known for, then uh, man, I just want to know what Lockdown Magic's doing today. Are they hyping this? Yeah, is what's, that the, what's is Philip Rossman Reich song? doing? I don't know. Let's check his Twitter. Let's see what Philip Rossman Reich is. Philip, is about. this your intro song now? We need to know. <laughs> I know. This okay, is, so because I did, I, I was doing uh, Lockdown's social media. I was part of a magic like orlando magic facebook group and so i went on my facebook today and just my my feed is just all the different groups and what people post on it and the orlando magic one got posted i mean several dozen times i think because it was just all over my people were very excited about this i do love i think it's funny seeing the teams which i mean hey we're one of them we're doing every monday pod on the last dance but seeing the teams like center their content around the last dance and whatever angle and i seen like a magic blog was all about like horace grant content and the last dance and it's like because horace grant played which by the way horace grant not getting a ton of love in this documentary by the way and he should he had an integral role on those uh early 90s bulls team and 
I think there's a there's a kind of an argument of him versus Rodman, but I think in most people's heads it's like, hey, Rodman's so much better than Horace Grant. And I just want to say it's a little closer than I think what some people think. But our guy, our guy locked on magic, Philip Rossmanreich, has not tweeted about this. No, come on, Philip. <laughs> I need your takes on Aaron Gordon. I'm gonna check to see music. if he talked about it on the podcast. I'll listen to it real quick here. Just Seriously? No. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> Can you sit here? I'll do it live on the pod. <laughs> There's every once in a while, you know, one of us has to leave real quick and emergency. Like we'll motion one. You know, it's like, hey, keep on talking, keep going for a little bit. Uh, I thought Nick was about to do that for like five minutes here. He hasn't like, done an episode we'll... since Friday, so we'll see. He hasn't done. He hasn't done his Monday one, so we'll see. Oh, okay, it's coming. We've talked about it before him. There you go. <laughs> All right, coming up, let's get into some more. Uh, let's get into the actual uh, conversation today about. Um, the practice facilities opening up, what that means for the NBA coming back, and what it means for the actual Dallas Mavericks coming up. All right, Isaac. So the news today was that the NBA is going to allow teams in states that are you know pushing back or pulling back their stay-at-home orders. They're allowing these mm-hmm. teams to open up their practice facilities for individual workouts no more than four people at a time inside the the you know practice facilities coaches weren't allowed to be in there um you know actual like uh, assistant coaches or head coaches there's a bunch of different things about it but the the whole idea if there's so many different you know like parameters that they have to follow but the idea is that the you know the practice facilities would be opening up in states like texas Uh, georgia is one of those states as well california is obviously not one of those states right they're still in lockdown i think new york is also probably going to be one of those states that this is not going to happen in right now but they uh, are opening up may 8th it seems like uh adrian wojnowski said the nba has pushed back its original plan to allow players to re-enter team facilities for voluntary workouts by a week until may 8th so since the time they announced this to then like a couple hours later when they received the you know the feedback i guess from it after Woj tweeted it they decided to push this back a week uh the hawks have said that we're going to wait to see what happens in the state over the next couple of weeks if there's a positive response we'll slowly open up if it's a negative response we'll make sure our staff and player players remain healthy so uh, also this this article says that espn obtained a 16 page league memo on monday that detailed the teams the requirements of reopening facilities including allowing four players in facility at one time having only one staff member no coaches are allowed to be present at the workouts with players a distance of 12 feet must be kept among individuals on the court and teams are now asked to appoint a facility hygiene officer that's me an fho i'd like to have that job to just just clean all this stuff all the time and just make sure everything is clean i don't know i took this as like you're just like the the executive point person that you just got to show up and unlock the door and just like hey make sure everybody's mask is on but i guess if you're i don't know i think this is making sure that surfaces are wiped down making sure that the courts are wiped down like you're overseeing all that kind of stuff which is what i took from it but so there's all kinds of stuff but the reason why there's some pushback the reason why the nba has even pushed back this date from may 1st to may 8th um was the nba has received significant pushback from teams about the idea of reopening practice facilities in select states and municipalities competitive balance has been an hasn't been an issue player staff safety has teams are still awaiting a more detailed nba plan so the 16 page plan came out it seems to be more detailed but teams weren't necessarily concerned about competitive balance which is what 
you know, a lot of us media and a couple of players I saw tweet talk about that this could be a competitive balance thing where some teams in some states like Texas will be allowed to open up their practice facilities when others aren't able to. That's what you took from this at first. I did. When it when the news first came out, Nick and I exchanged a bunch of texts about it because my immediately my immediate thought behind it was, well, this just ain't going to be fair. Like, it, I know it, in Texas, you know, Mavericks will have the upper hand in it, but how are they going to justify a team having, you know, the access to their training facility, all this state-of-the-art stuff and, stuff and all this stuff? Compared to a team, let's just say the Kings and you know in California yeah. who can't do this stuff, and then my whole thing about it was because then the counter for some people was like, all right, well then you'll just uh, well they would just move their team to a different state or a different. It's like okay, well if there's no time frame of when this season can come back, then you don't know how long this is going to last. So right. how are you going to convince all the Kings players to pack up and say we're going to go to Texas, we're going to go to Austin for a <laughs> month? Or, you know, it's like, it, but you don't know if that's even going to lead to the season being open. And it's like, do they, are they going to leave their families for a whole month? And so I had issue with that. But, and there's, if yeah. there's an, I think there's a, a thing in here. Players have to be quarantined if they, if they're coming from another state for an amount of, for an amount of time. So like, for example, Luca is over in Slovenia. If he wants to come and use the facility, he comes back and he has to be quarantined for a certain amount of time in order to uh, be able to use the practice facility anyway. So all the Kings players would have to do the same thing. Well, it's like if the 14-day quarantine is still in effect, I mean, May 8th is uh, around the corner. So, Luca's not going to be – I mean, even if he flew back today, which, we, I mean, I don't know, a few days ago we saw stuff of him being in Slovenia. But, so, you know, the biggest issue right now of why there's it, there's this tension is because of the play because of these states like loosening their restrictions on, you know, let's, say, let's just use Georgia – the problem they run into is some players and all these and some of these other teams were saying, "All right, well, why don't we just travel there and train?" Because you know players do this all the time. They go to L.A. in the off season. They have houses in different, you know, New York, whatever it is. So My, it's like Miles Turner and LaMarcus Aldridge. They they work out in yeah. in the Mavericks practice facility over the summer. Exactly. So if you're Miles Turner and let's just say Indiana is like super strict and he's like, hey, I'm at home in Dallas anyway. Why can't I just, you know, why, why can't, you know, the pay, all this different stuff. And that's where it's running into these problems because the teams are like, hey, well, we don't want our players going to, even if our facilities are not open, we don't want Trey Young going to the local YMCA or the, you know, 24 hour fitness and getting up these pickup runs. And we're like, that's not safe. So we would rather, if they're going to do that, we would rather them be in our facilities. But then it's the ripple down effect of like, okay, well, if you get to open your facilities, why can't the Kings? And then it's just this like, it is a competitive disadvantage. And I know that's not a thing now that Woj said. It's like, hey, that's not the biggest thing. But if we're a month down the road, and let's just say the Mavericks have been able to work out in their facility for a whole month, and the, and the Lakers or Kings or whoever it is haven't, like that's there's going to be some issues with some players about that. Jared Dudley tweeted about that a few days ago too. Yeah, it's, tr- it's true. If the... And it's not just courts, right? It's the the weight rooms. Yeah. It's the training rooms. You know, it's things like that uh, that they'll be able to use. Which you know, the NBA has the best, <laughs> probably the best in the world at the, at that. So uh, that's the competitive advantage there. Whereas like Luca flew back, so he can just play on his home court, <laughs> right? So he had to do he had to do that to be able to play. Uh, and others, you know, there's a lot of NBA players like J- Jimmy Butler donated or gave a bunch of uh, yeah. like home hoops to a bunch of players on the Miami Heat because they didn't have hoops, <laughs> which is kind of wild to think about. But 
Um, so yeah, you touched on the rules and stuff of the reopening, even with some of these, like the Mavericks, or we're just using Mavericks and Hawks because Texas and Georgia's been. So, well, let's do the, the the Texas thing real quick. So the the report today is from Brad Townsend and, and others that Governor Abbott says the Texas's stay at home order will expire on April 30th. So you're listening to this on Tuesday, probably that's April 28th. So just in a couple days, it's going to the you know the stay at home order will expire. People won't have to be just stuck at home. They're allowed to go places. I'm not sure if rest all restaurants and stuff will open up and things like yeah, that it's like phase yeah phase one bunch of small stuff and i was gonna lead the pod with this and like mention something about the texas thing because i don't want to get into like political stuff yeah. or where we stand or whatever i just want to say man like be safe and keep other people at the front of your mind above yourself yeah. and that's my only thing i want to say with it and if you can be more cautious about it please do um but yeah, that, yeah, we'll just, I'll sleep that. Yeah, that, this but. whole thing is not about you necessarily. Like a lot of yeah. our listeners will probably be okay. Like my my mom, my mom keeps telling me, well, if you get it, you'll be fine, right? You're a healthy, you know, twenty something year old man, right? So you'll be fine. I'm like, yeah, but I could spread it to other people, and that's the whole thing. It's yeah. just just try and stop the the spread of it. So it's not necessarily about you. Uh, it could be some of you listening are. are within the age range that this could affect you or have pre-existing conditions or things like that that would affect you. But if you're not one of those people, then please know that it could affect the other people that do have those uh, things. Anyway, but the Mavs practice facility could open on May 8th, which is what, you know, uh, I am going to guess that Cuban's not going to do this, right? (laughs) Yeah, I don't don't know. Just my guess. Yeah, Cuban's been at the forefront of all of this stuff, and he's been very vocal over the past you know week about, hey, let's not rush into all this stuff, as far as just the economy-wise, not just basketball-wise. Um, but the, the safety so, uh, part of it, though, is if you only have a certain amount of – certain like a very limited number of players in the practice facility, it can be safe enough, right? Like, I, I don't think that this is that dangerous of an issue to me, if, as long as you, you have – as long as you like follow your trail and wipe down things and you know what I mean? Yeah. One, there's all these things that go through my head. One, where's all the, where's all the players at right now? Like I know, I know Courtney Lee went to Florida. I know, you know, his kids and stuff. Tim Hardaway's uh, so, in Miami. Yeah. So it's like, you know, Lucas in Slovenia. Where are some of these other people? If they're not in Dallas, if they're coming from another place and let's just say they're still there next week. Well, May 8th, you know, like that's, not 14 days. So, you know, how long is that quarantine when they get back? Yeah, I don't Are know they how, be long, how long that is. You know, what, what does that look like? Are they going to be coming back? Is it going to be three weeks from now and Luca's still in Slovenia? And they're like, hey, like, even though we can do this, we still, you know, trust you guys in these different, you know, places. But, like, yeah, going back to the safe part of it, you listed off some of the rules. Some of the rules I, I don't fully get. Obviously, we're not part of this, like, but, like, one, one staff member can be supervising the workout, but no coaches are allowed. Yeah. Like, and so I'm like, okay, well, how do you determine who the staff member is that's there to watch? <laughs> there can only be four players. It's like it Bobby Corolla. <laughs> yeah, Bobby's there, like, watching everybody with his mask on. But it says they have to keep a distance of 12 feet. So you got the practice facility. We're picturing this in Dallas right now. It's connected to the brewery there uh, across from the arena. And just beautiful practice facility. Only four players can be in there. No coaches. One staff person. They have to be 12 feet apart at all time. Who gets the rebounder? (laughs) 
it's like there's one rebounder so it's like who gets it you have to hook up the net or the the thing that like the big bucket thing where it catches the ball and it shoots it back out to you you just have to uh, do sure. that i think the coach thing i don't know if that's about safety i think that's more about the competitive advantage that's what that's what that's what that struck to me is like oh this is them trying to keep it our team's gonna abide by that yeah, yeah, the other thing is how do you – I mean, it's almost yeah, yeah, like yeah. tampering, right? You just – I don't – it's honor system if you do it or and, not. And Red's like you have – they have to have a mask on if they're not doing a physical activity. So, you know, are they just going to have the, like, mask, like, tied to their shorts? You know, what does that look like? It's like, all right, Luca finished his shooting <laughs> drill. So, yeah, going back to, like, what do you think Cuban will do? I don't know because it, it all goes back to that question of – if they have players, if you have players on your team, like let's just say the Mavericks, and they got a couple guys that's like itching. I mean, they they want to get back in the gym so bad. And don't have a court anywhere they can they, play. Yes, they don't have a court, and the Mavericks say, no, we're not open our facility. Then what's going to stop them besides just the Mavericks telling them, no, please, don't do it. Yeah, the fact from that going it's to, locked. <laughs> yeah, well, no, what's going to stop them from going down to 24-hour yeah. or anytime or you know another gym to get, a, you know, get some run in? So – that's the if you know if the state is opening back so that's the dilemma they're in and then that just opens up the door for the competitive disadvantage and it's just there's no timeline of it i think if if they came out and said all right we're gonna do this open and practice facilities blah 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 until you know june 10th i'm just throwing a date out there or whatever it is end of may for the month of may and it's gonna be this like staggered stuff like if you're telling me the mavericks and hawks get you know, a week and a half of their facility above, like, you know, California, that's, you know, okay, a little bit different. I think everybody would be fine with that. But if you're looking at a month or eight weeks, I mean, that's, I could see players, you know, really, not really complaining, but it's like, that's a a disadvantage for us in other states. Yeah, coming up, let's get into this a little bit more as far as the competitive advantage. And then I want to talk about the schedule a little bit because people like Bill Simmons and them have been talking about the schedule for the NBA. So let's get into that coming up. All right, Isaac, let's spend the last couple of minutes talking about uh, the schedule. I, I think unless you had anything else about the practice facility. No, I actually wanted to talk about the schedule too. Yeah, so, so the schedule idea of coming back, and we'll probably do more pods about this, but the idea of bringing back the NBA and, you know, it starts, let's say, like late June and they finish the season. The finals are in August or so or, or late July. And then... Can I ask you about that real quick? Yeah. Are you still in the camp? We've talked about this before, but are you still in the camp that you would take any playoffs compared to if it's not a normal playoff? Because I'm in the yeah. I've been very open with this. I'm very open that if we don't have a normal playoffs, I'll go as far as saying five games in the first round. I will do that just because they used to do that before. But if it's not a normal playoffs, the same amount of teams, same amount of length and everything, I don't want the playoffs. Yeah, I think that's garbage. (laughs) I think that I I would so much rather have the NBA in whatever capacity I could get it, uh, both as a fan and as a content creator, right? Like those those two things. Yeah, for content, for this pod and making money, for sure. As a fan of like... I don't think if it's shortened down or there's less teams or any of that stuff. No, I don't care. I just don't Give think, it to me. I don't think the title will mean anything. I just I, I don't care I, about I, it. I, I think it's unfair <laughs> for the rest of the league. I think it'll be dumb when it comes to arguments. If Giannis gets a title, will that keep in Milwaukee? It's not going to feel the same. It's not going to taste the same. 
As if you get a title and you've went through two rounds, or you've won eight games and you won a title, so that's okay. Just let's be weird. say that they don't do this; they don't do the playoffs, and you have to take ten million off the salary cap next year. Yeah, you're okay with it. Yeah, the Mavericks have to lose somebody. <laughs> well, if Luca and KP make a run and and they win eight games, let's say it's a super short, and somehow they do it, and they, I mean, it's like the craziest short. It's a one game tournament, like March yeah, Madness. Yeah. And Luca and them win the title. Is it? Are you gonna like fully count? Is it gonna be the same? Because like I will celebrate it, but it's like eh, not really the same. Like it's not like you didn't go through the gauntlet. You didn't go through the series. You didn't see. I don't know if it's. Gonna, I don't think it's gonna be a shortened playoffs. I think it'll be weird. I don't think there will be fans and things there. But I think they're gonna. They'll, they'll still try to keep it as normal as possible. Okay, I'm more down with like yeah. It's more about the number of games and having the series and stuff for me to have it be like legit. That's the thing of making a, a legitimate title. So that. Even though I think fans would take away from it if they're not there and stuff. What but if they still. do best of three first round, best of five second round? You're not you're not cool with that? Uh, not really. No. I mean, it's better than nothing. I just don't want them to do is on these dumb things. It's like top four teams of each conference, and it's just eight teams or top. You yeah, know, it's best yeah, of yeah. three for like three rounds. As and long then it's as like the, a best of as long as the conference finals and the finals are best of seven, I don't care how you get there. Yeah, I guess so. Right. As, as long as those two rounds. Are the I way take it over nothing, yeah. As long as those two rounds are set, you know, and the, and try to stay the same the way that they are. And you know what I, you know what job I want to be? I want to be the guy that sits there in the arena. He gets to be one of the few guys that gets to sit there at the game. But he's next to the PA announcer, who I guess there there'll be a PA announcer, and he just has this board of buttons, right? Like this drum machine where he just hits the different crowd noises after things happen, right? Like ooh or ah. You know, like he clapping, like straight clapping or cheering. Like I just want to have that that machine and be able to sit there and I get to decide. Like, hey, who's the home team again? Yeah. All right, they got the defense. Yes, right. Defense. defense. He's like hitting the button over and over. That's again. who I want to be. I want to be like, that guy. Up. Defense, defense, defense. And uh, yeah, it would be. Uh, Honestly, that's my ideal NBA job. If I was going to work, right I, that's my ideal job in general to be able to decide what reaction would happen in an NBA game. Is that, is that a bad call? Boo. I want a wedgie button. Whenever the, if there's a wedgie, I get to press a button and just all there's cheers and then someone just yells wedgie randomly. <laughs> a wedgie in the hoop. Uh I want yeah, I want all that stuff. MVP, so I get so. an MVP every time Luca gets to the free throw line, I get to hit MVP. 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 He does it for maxing. He's like, dang it, I damn. <laughs> I mixed him up. Press the button, press the wrong button. <laughs> Three dirks. <laughs> Anyway, back to your back Let's to your timeline go, thing. Mavs. Let's go. Timeline of the season. Hit the button. I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> all the way back to the timeline. If, yeah. Do you think that this will change the the way that the schedule is? And would you be okay if the NBA decided to go? You know, all right for for the rest of time now, we're just going to start the NBA season on Christmas Day or December first, and we're going to start it and right then, and it goes through July. Yeah, I'd be down. I actually like how I love that NBA when, season. When some people when some people present it it throws your whole mindset off because yeah, if you're like us, I'm like I feel like my whole year evolves around this NBA calendar. I'm like, all right, it's free agency, there's a draft. And we've been doing this for a while now where this is part of our life too, right? Where we, yes. we take off in, in August. We take off you know, not even in July we don't take off because you have free agency, you have summer league, you have all that stuff still. So you you plan your life around it but if you change it up then it becomes different 
Yeah, so obviously the idea <laughs> idea like would the- be you know, start the season <laughs> opening day on Christmas Day, which would be incredible. I mean, it's crazy. That's a huge NBA day. See, anyway. I think you start December first because then you give them enough time. You give them like three weeks to be able to to warm up, basically, and then you start. Mm-hmm. The Christmas Day is still the huge thing, so you still have opening day beginning, and then the momentum takes you to Christmas Day. So you have like a soft opening, yeah. And then you have the grand opening. Because you don't want, like, the, remember the first couple of games of the season, teams are still kind of rusty. Yeah, it is kind of rusty. Um, so, like, the big thing is you don't want to run into, like, football and stuff. So, you're, the the thing about it is, like, so season start. let's just say Christmas Day. Yeah, season yeah. starts Christmas Day. And then, you know, the finals would be in August, basically. You only really overlap with the NFL January and then, I mean, February is the Super Bowl. So, that that's really only it. Well, that yeah, and that's the thing of starting on Christmas Day is you're pretty much just running to the, those playoff you know games right there in the NFL, and that's that's it. The end of the NFL goes in the NBA. You're looking at the finals in August, and you're up against then, nothing but baseball. I mean, this this completely yeah. decapitates baseball. I think so. Basically, nothing. And then, <laughs> <laughs> sorry um, Rangers, sorry, sorry guys, um, sorry Joey so Gallo. This is the craziest part about it. One picture in the finals in August. That's just so weird to think, yeah. comprehend. Then picture in the draft in September. And it's yeah, like, that's weird. Oh, wow. And then the month of October. It's free agency. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. Imagining October 1st being like, like July 1st and the moratorium would be like the first through the seventh or whatever of October. Summer league becomes fall like, league. The, oh, I didn't think about summer league. What would that even? Like, would that be like? I guess November. It'd be fall or, league. Yeah, it'd be like in. Uh, well, it's it's the same as free agency. So like September, October. Dang, would you still have it in Vegas? Would you like move it somewhere else? What, what's more, in, what's going on in Vegas? College sports? I guess. Oh, right. that's the thing. That's the other thing. <laughs> They're using the Thomas and Mack Center. So. Dang. Um, you just have to clear out a week. They have to do like a rodeo show weekend, like a rodeo week, <laughs> like the Spurs do. What would be a great like fall city? To do it in the weather somewhere like in Connecticut and- <laughs> <laughs> with this foliage, but anyway, I, yeah, I'm I'm all about that new schedule. I think it'll be great. I think it'll be fun. Uh, you would get the playoffs. What the playoffs through July? I guess. Yeah, June, um, July, them, and then yeah, August. The, the beginning part. of August would be the new June. So push everything back two months. Yeah. So that'd be crazy. Just think think about those summer months, and I think I'd jack up some people's vacations because you know a lot you of people like to travel. Them. Well, I, a lot of people with like kids and stuff in school, That's they're used true. To in in the NBA world. It's like all right, the off season's kind of like you know their time. To, Same as summer, and it's like well, not now. <laughs> you ain't going anywhere, so. Anyway, yeah, I'd be I'd be down for it. Sure. Yeah. It'd be fun. Interesting. There you go. That's some thoughts about things happening. Guys, we'll be back tomorrow. Got some guests lined up for the next couple of days. Uh, or the next we have some guests coming up for for the podcast. And then we'll still be live on Thursday on Hot Mike. Guys, thanks so much for locked up for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom. Boom.